is the Infinity Summit Group. Truth. Passion. Success. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Infinity Summit Group podcast. Today is May 30th, 2022, uh, Memorial Day. So, welcome, everybody, for Memorial Day. Today, we're going to be going a little bit over the uh, some podcasts or books or just anything we've kind of listened to, read, whatever. We'll go a little bit over that, and then we'll also be talking a little bit about our finances. Just a quick update on uh, where we're at financially, spiritually, mentally, and anything new we're doing in our lives. And then uh, we also did attempt to have a couple of guests on today, but as it is Memorial Day, everybody had plans. So we'll just plan on a guest for next week. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Noah. Xavier. Logan. Jesse. Welcome back, boys. Yes. All right. So first things first, what uh, what books or what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listen to? What are they about? Um, I've got one that I recently listened to called The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That one was pretty uh-huh. cool. Um, <clears throat> basically talking about how the CDC and particularly Anthony Fauci has um, basically has basically, we'll say, given false information about the COVID epidemic and the AIDS epidemic, like all the way back through his career, was false information, overinflating the severity of the problem, and he has a lot of, uh, we'll say, vested interest in a lot of these vaccine companies, and so when he, when he touts overinflated information, then they sell more vaccines, he makes more money. So kind of thing. Is that is that fear mongering? In it's a way conflict uh, of interest. Yeah, definitely conflict of interest, but um fear fear mongering would probably fall under that category as well. They go out and like, AIDS is terrible, everyone's gonna die. And whoever lived through the AIDS epidemic, I didn't. That was before my time, then I'll tell you, yeah, scary time, you know. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. not even a cure for AIDS. Well AIDS- So is there a vaccine back then? They not a vaccine, they were working there? on making a vaccine and pushing all sorts of drugs and stuff just like they did for COVID, mm-hmm. how they got rid of a bunch of drugs that would actually benefit mm-hmm. because they weren't, they didn't go through the companies that benefited those in the CDC. Interesting. Fauci yeah. also said you could get AIDS by sharing the same like uh, cereal boxes as people that it, had AIDS. It was literally like everything you could get AIDS from, just like COVID. It's like you can get it from everywhere. And then it was called the gay plague, and that's not the case. It's transferred through blood, you know, blood-to-blood contact, whatever. That's why I'd say gay is AIDS. <clears throat> yeah. Because only gay people had it. Right. What the? Or at least what? that was the thought. I didn't know this. But then a lot of celebrities started getting it, and they weren't gay. It was like, hmm, something's wrong here. So it's very, very interesting that way. Basically, lots of, lots of corruption that way um, over the years, and it's just COVID is almost an exact repeat to what happened during AIDS. And each one just feels like a test to see how far they can go and how much they can sell. Uh, so if they actually have a big one, it's going to be interesting. You know? a, a real big issue? Yeah, w- one that's like a 1% mortality instead of a point zero two or point like zero one. Ebola or whatever they had in Africa where it was yeah. like 50%. Yeah, they, try, they tried to push that one and swine flu, and it didn't really take. COVID took pretty good. Mm. but it's interesting. It's because they did lockdowns and everything. People are like, oh, maybe this is serious. And it wasn't that serious. Sure, we had a lot of deaths, and that's sad. A lot of people died from the flu, too. Just don't right. care about it. <clears throat> and from obesity. And cars. <laughs> and lung cancer. And, <laughs> <laughs> and COVID is very low on the list of mortalities. So, interesting stuff. But the real Anthony Fauci, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, I believe... Was John F. Kennedy his dad or uncle? I have no idea. I don't know. But I just know the related, Kennedys are rich. <laughs> yeah, the Kennedys are rich. And the last Kennedy that was a president got assassinated because he was attempting to curb some of the bullshit that happens in government when he got assassinated. Yeah. Classic. That but, fascinates yeah. me. Yeah. So is the COVID pandemic like over now? I mean, what are we doing? And this is not a joke question. I literally don't know. Smallpox time. Monkeypox. Monkey monkey yep. 
Monkey Pox? Monkey Pox is the new one that's the that's come that? out. It, it's an STD. It's similar to measles, it says. Well, they said it's transmitted from having sex with monkeys. Yeah. But, yeah. like, who the How fuck, many people who the fuck actually knows? monkeys? I don't know. Ask the Africans. <laughs> yeah, that's where AIDS is supposed to come from. Some fucked monkey. Yeah, that, that's what they were saying. It was monkey pox, AIDS. All this stuff comes from animals. But I'm like, mm, I don't know. AIDS is really generic anyway. It's like yeah. anything that's attacking your immune system. Basically, HIV is the real... Um, yeah, AIDS turns into HIV, right? Other way around. Oh, okay. You get HIV, sexually transmitted, whatever, and then it turns into AIDS. AIDS is just a, is just as as I understand it anyway, is just a base of symptoms where your immune system is lowered, and so you get attacked by everything. Your your immune system's hurt by HIV, and then you turn into having AIDS because you're being attacked by all of it. Wow. Because your immune system's gone. So it's literally, it's not even necessarily a specific disease. It's just everything's getting you. You have AIDS. The way I understand it. But Uh obviously I'm not a doctor, so. Yeah. I know that AIDS is pretty uh, pretty apparent in prison. I believe it. There's probably a lot of blood-on-blood contact in there. Yeah, lots of stabbings and all that. Well, yeah, stabbings, prison rape, whatever. Mm. You're going to have blood. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of unsanitary areas as well. Yep. Exactly. So worth the read? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it definitely, let's just say it doesn't raise your spirit, but. Yeah. Did it teach you anything you didn't already know? Yeah, it taught me specifics about those things because um, this guy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., actually delved into it and was talking about numbers and facts, figures. was like, damn, that is fucked <laughs> i'm curious did did he mention the the dog the dog thing that he, uh anthony fauci did dog thing yeah was it with the fleas the, yeah fleas or something eat the dogs live dogs say that again what so they would anthony anthony fauci had his hands in this project or operation where they would get a, a bunch of live dogs and then like trap them and put their heads through it was like a net thing, um, and let fleas eat them alive. What? I don't know if he mentioned that one. He may have. It's been a minute. It's been probably two months since I read it. Okay. Um, but I don't I don't remember anything about dogs. He was mostly sticking to like Fauci and his corruption with the big pharmaceutical companies, which is huge in itself. Uh, massive, even billions and billions of dollars. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, it was an interesting book. Didn't raise your spirit at all, but it was good to know. Yeah. Valuable information. Yeah. Nothing I didn't already suspect. Yeah. But now I know. Mm hmm. Interesting. Um, so, I've been, I've been talking to a bunch of church people recently, and the book of Isaac keeps on popping up. Um, so, I haven't had, I haven't made the time to read it yet, but that is a book that I'm going to read and invest some time in. Just. I mean, it keeps on popping up, so I'm curious what it's all about. And obviously, it's related to religion some way or another. Mm-hmm. But, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, no other books that I've read or podcasts or anything that I've listened to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is in the Bible, and I've got a copy of the Bible if you would like to borrow it. I do, the too. book of Isaac. Oh, okay, sweet. Thank you. Then they probably have it on Audible, too. The LDS oh, app, it's free on there, the Bible and all their books. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That, that's what I have. All their scriptures, everything, all their hymns, oh. all of it's free on there. LDS app. I'm oh, like, there we go. I feel like I had that before. Might get it again. Yeah. Some of the hymns are bangers. <laughs> <laughs> they are bangers. <laughs> They're nice to fall asleep to. Oh, yeah, dude. <clears throat> our, our dad used to sing it to us. Um, sing it to us to fall asleep. You guys would play it in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, that is good memory. Serious. Good stuff. So when we had trouble sleeping as kids, they would set up big boombox speaker and play hymns in the hallway, and we'd fall asleep to that. And or sing it to us. I don't yes. think I was around for that. No, nah, it was so many years ago. Forever ago. Yeah, that was wee child days. Back before the basement was finished. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we were sharing a room. Oh, yeah. Well, this kid was around. He just... Yeah. Didn't come down very much. It was mostly us going up, it felt like. Yeah. We would go up and see a lot. 
play Guitar Hero. Yeah, oh my so gosh. Fun, that sounds so I was fun. talking with a couple people about getting Rock Band again. Rock Band was yeah. so fun. Oh, yeah, it's not Guitar Hero, it's Rock Band. Yes, sir. It's the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. But, Shoot, um, that was fun. I haven't really been getting into this book heavily yet. I just started reading it, but um, I've been on a heavy Ayn Rand streak lately. Yes. So just trying to pick up everything she has. The book I'm reading right now is called um, For the New Intellectual. And I've just got this little, like I've just barely started reading it. I think I'm like an hour in. But she said something that was really interesting to me that I didn't really think about before, but was kind of true. She like mentioned throughout history, there's always like the witch doctor and then like the dictator or the Attila the Hun type character Mm -hmm. where they're just, you know, all they their brain kind of works on if I have more shit and I'm stronger than you, then I can take all your shit. Mm -hmm. And then the witch doctor relies on like faith or belief systems or mystic powers. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like wishful thinking almost. And those two kind of correlate and come together a lot because one of them has one, a thing that the other person doesn't have. Like Attila the Hun will think the witch doctor is way better is kind of scared of him because he's mysterious and doesn't, you know, relies on wishful thinking, so he looks mysterious. And Attell the Hun has something that the Wish Doctor doesn't have, which is like brute strength. But neither of those uh, ways of looking at life are, you know, beneficial, I guess. And I don't know. Basically, to wrap it up in a simple thing, is humans are irrational creatures by default. Her main point was you actually have to think and use your mind to, you know, get anything worthwhile in this world mm-hmm. or think about the, the right way to do th- something because most people base everything on irrational ideas. Like the base mm. human default is irrationality. And emotionality. Yeah, emotionality. Or emotions, whatever. So... I just thought that was interesting. Is that on Audible? Uh Uh-huh. The new intellectual? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of virtue selfishness. Yeah. Kind of confusing. Damn good one. At points, but it's interesting so far. Which one resonates with you more? The Witch Doctor or the... What was the other one? Till the Hun. Neither. Till the Hun. Brute Strength. Dictator. Yeah. I mean, right now, probably the Witch Doctor thing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's wishful thinking. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the question is, because you you mentioned that we do, basically, you do what you feel is right, correct? Yeah. So, what is right and wrong? Is there right and wrong? No. No. I think what, well, that's a good question. Right and wrong to who? Yeah. That's the question. To whom? To whom? <laughs> I don't have the answer to that one. Yeah, it's based on an individual basis. And so overall, objectively, there is going to be no right and wrong necessarily. Um, because, as we say often, the path to hell was paved with good intentions. Yep. Yeah. It was paved with doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Exactly. Bess, what do you yeah. think? I think there's things that are right and wrong. Like, I think freedom, like some of our amendments, those are absolutely right. They are to us. Yeah, but I think it's right regardless of who you are, whether you believe it so or not. Because if you got to think there's some truths in the world, then there's... Truth and right is different, though. A truth, honest, it most often is probably right. I, I would okay. more... I'd more often put stock in, if it's true, it's probably right. Okay. Or at least if it's true and you live that way, you will struggle less than if you didn't live that way. Right. And which in my mind would be it's right. Right. That that would make sense, logically. But whether or not that's true, who knows. But to me, that's what it would be. Interesting. Morality is a fickle thing, boys. But overall, right and truth, it's not right and truth to... Every single person in the world. That's just no, but that I works think if for there's you. something that's a universal, like a universal truth, it's true for everybody, like, whether or not you acknowledge it. Like don't murder. Yeah, I think that's a universal good. But it's 
so morally that's correct, but some people that's their job, like hire for murder. They enjoy it. That's that's a right to them because no. that makes them money. No. That feeds their family. Yeah, but so not. that's right to them. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. That's too much. I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> okay. Too much thinking about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's a fun one. <laughs> okay. I just haven't thought about it enough to really have a big mm-hmm. opinion on that. I feel like we've had this just same shooting off the dome. Before. We have, we have. Yeah. Right, right and wrong is very subjective. To the individual. Yeah. Interesting topic at the very least. But truth is objective. Yeah. Okay, so then you'd have to take in... Yeah, whatever. We'll do this another time. <laughs> <laughs> another time I have more time to think about it. <laughs> Unless just coming right off right off my head. Spitballing. Oh, yes. That's what we like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. So you got, we got time. You do have time. Um, Bess, what have, what have you read or listened to recently that you've enjoyed? Uh, just kind of listening to some more Jordan Peterson, some of his oh. older lectures again. Nothing have you, crazy. Have you listened to the biblical series yet? Uh, the first few. Okay. What did you think of those? I enjoyed them. It okay. was definitely crazy. I don't. Have you ever listened to something that you're like, I really enjoyed it, and then you just stopped and there was no reason to? Oh, yeah. That, that was kind of like that. Okay. But I did enjoy it. I just stopped. Yeah. Highly recommend for the listeners to listen to Jordan Peterson's biblical series. Is is this just a deep dive into the Bible that he does, or yeah, what exactly? It's a is YouTube that? series where okay. he starts at the beginning and just goes through each piece of the Bible, and it, he hasn't gone through the whole thing yet. He got no. through like what the first chapter yeah, through all of his lectures. It was like twelve hours for the first chapter. It's crazy, dude. Oh, for real? Uh, and yeah, he deep dives into the moralities, the principles, exactly what you can get out of it, minus any religious anything. He's just like, okay, this shows this, and obviously humanity has created this throughout the years, so here you go. I'm like, holy cow. Have you guys cool. listened to some of his more recent stuff? Nope. Uh-uh. What? He, he went, if you listen to those older stuff, he said, I, he never really says that he believes in God, but recently he's been saying that he believes in God. It's kind of cool. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I, I was listening to something, talking, him talking about it, and that's... It's, it's someone put together stuff of him. It's a video of him starting off as... Being like, no, I don't believe in God. Or, you know, I, I'm not sure. And then slowly. Or he says, I won't say, or something like that. Yeah, but like, it's like a 20-minute video of like different videos of him talking. And mm-hmm. then by the end, he's like, I choose to believe in God. It's a really cool video. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's definitely difficult to deny that there is some sort of higher power. Yeah. Because as you see us creating AI and robots and things, we cannot create humans. However... What were we created by? Something higher. We are the AI for something higher. You know? We're artificial intelligence for something higher. It's the lizard people. (laughs) Maybe. Exactly. And then who created the lizard people? No, they were talking about the Sumerians. I don't know. I was just watching a couple Mm. of videos on Sumerians and stuff. What's a Sumerian again? uh, It was just like an ancient civilization type thing. Okay. Like... What this shit it? is so cool. Wasn't it? I'm not sure that much about it. I was just like, I, I just heard someone talk video. about it. Yeah, but it was like, apparently they like crazy. I guess the story goes they created like human beings to work for them. Yeah, to mine gold. Yeah, to mine gold. Hmm. And then we ended up like saying fuck that or something. <laughs> I don't know the story. I, I don't so know the whole story. Either, but nothing to do. <laughs> Yeah, from what I understood, yep. they made humans to mine gold on Earth for them. Yeah, it, it, it's those, you know, those statues where they're, it kind of looks like Egyptian style, but they've got these big old, like, curly, knotted beards. Yeah. Yeah. And they would bury the pharaohs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I want to kind of de- go back into that and see what, see if it's interesting or not, see if it holds any weight anywhere. They found, like, battery type things in the Egyptian tombs and stuff. Yeah, there's been coming out with a lot of Which is interesting like, shit. And the pyramids like the create pyramids energy. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pyramids are gnarly. <laughs> shit don't make no sense. Apparently all the pyramids used to like connect and be their like power source or something. Mm-hmm. Shit. And they line up very well with the stars. Celestial bodies. Oh yeah. Kind of interesting. There's yeah, a lot is. of ancient structures that line up with stars like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Stonehenge. All sorts of crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Stonehenge, too? Yeah, dude. It was 
it was essentially an observatory from what I understand. It lined up perfectly with um, one of the, it was either eclipses or equinoxes, something like that. Wow. And every year, just lines up perfect. Question is, like, okay, so just hypothetically, if there was, like, a, an advanced human society back then, mm-hmm. what happened to kind of wipe it out and then we go back to the Stone Age? The Tower of Babel. A lot of people think it's that. That would have been right in the height of Egypt, I think. Is that where they all came and they didn't know each other's language, so they just uh-huh. started killing each they other? They tried to make a big tower to get to God, yeah. Um, a lot of people think that would have been right at the beginning of Egypt or right in the middle. So that's why they had all the crazy technology. Was Everyone on Earth was able to communicate well. And then tower maybe the Tower of Babel and everyone's languages got switched up. The question yeah. is, this massive-ass tower, what, like, what remains have we found of it? Like, I the story no goes that not one stone was left, right? I, I don't know. I've never actually read it. I've just read that part before. That okay. Like, okay, that's neat. So, allegedly, Tower of Babel, they tried to build a tower to God, which is interesting. And... Space station. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Yeah, but, I have no idea. That's But that's... I have heard that's a reason why everything kind of got fucked up was because the Tower of Babel. Hmm. Wow, I would like, I would like to start finding archaeology line up with biblical writings. They do that more. A lot with of them the do. Book yeah. of Mormon. If you get really deep into it, they mm-hmm. they'll tell you where. So you know how they had in the Book of Mormon, they left Israel or whatever to come to America. Yeah, they uh, they know where they landed, where the they landed and all that. Uh, where all the the cities were that are talked about in the mm-hmm. Book of Mormon, they can find them all. That's like hmm. South America, isn't it? Yeah, South America. It's really cool. I think I've seen a map of it all, where where everyone moved into in America. That's that's pretty cool. And then you have the other side of the coin, the coin, yes, <laughs> <laughs> corn. You have the other side of the coin, where um, the the allegation is that Joseph Smith was a treasure hunter in these ancient native burial grounds, and so he was able to create this Book of Mormon based on those. You know, very interesting. Both sides of the coin. It's like, hmm. I don't know. I just, I kind of find right. it interesting. All these like little things in the Book of Mormon and Bible. That's like, you know, a big boat that had all the animals on it and the Leah, mm-hmm. the Leahona. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if this was just technology that they had, that was just advanced? This shit. We need a subpoena the Mormon Church to get into their vault. Yeah, we need <laughs> to know. Something, something in there for sure. Uh, that would be so cool. Let us under the Vatican, please. I know they have, I'm pretty positive they have accounts when the Mayflower came over, um, that there were two peop- three people waiting there, and it was supposed to be like the three Nephites, three oh, people waiting shit. on the land for them to come over. There's, there's a lot of things that are fairly interesting. I don't know what books they come from, but hmm. Uncle Monty said the book. I just have no idea where it's, what book it comes from, but they're interesting. He talks about a lot of that stuff. It's cool. Yeah, I want, I want religion and archaeology to line up more than they do and just have like undeniable proof like holy shit yes it's exactly a history or yes it's exactly a moral statement for humanity you know one way or another would be awesome to figure out because at this point some people say one side some people say another it's like hmm i don't know yeah (laughs) i don't know either it's so interesting interesting. Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Um, shall we briefly talk about our financial, like how we're doing that way? Yeah. Um, I'll just start, I suppose. I'm doing pretty dang good financially. Uh, just, just made a larger payment to my flight school loan and we'll continue to do that after baby has arrived because we've been allocating a lot of capital to preparing for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just continuing my... The one-third share I have in a rental property in Ohio should be cash flowing come July or so. If if everything goes to plan, you know how that goes. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm just, I've just been working, working my butt off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just went on a trip that ate a bunch of my funds, but still debt-free besides my car, so happy about that. Um, just working on saving now and kind of buckling down a lot of areas that, you know, like subscriptions and eating out. I just moved to a place where 
I can't really go out to eat, so I have to home cook meals, which is really good. Um, been still trying to save for the properties, and other than that, just trying to work on getting my credit score up right now. So, and how do you get your credit score up? Paying off the credit card debt that helped a lot. Okay, I'm in the seven hundreds now. So hell yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you want, baby. Yep, good for Let's you. Go. So yeah, I forgot to add. I recently just got another credit card. <laughs> Expand my overall credit limit. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> so I actually picked up a little more debt, about two thousand dollars, but that's coming from. The majority of it is coming from my old BMW, because I sold that and then, I went under on it six grand, sixty five hundred, and so I'm just still paying that off gradually because I took out a minor loan through somebody and then I paid him off fully, and just took on all the debt on my credit because I increased my credit limit like, astronomically, um so numbers it's, baby numbers, uh thirteen five on my, America, America first. 10,000 on my Mountain America. There's another one. Where did you come from on those, though? Oh. Like, he went into the bank physically. Tell the story. So, on my Mountain America, it was 2,500. And then I jumped up to 10,000. Because you went in and requested it in person, right? Yeah, because I went in there. I want my credit limit raised. Uh Uh-huh. And that was when I was completely debt-free off all my credit. And then my America First, it was, what was it, 1,500, 1,000? Or maybe it was 3,000. It was 3,000. And then I jumped to 13.5. And then, yeah. I've refinanced my car. I've got a 2.99, and it's going to drop to 2.64. So good. On my birthday. So I'm going to go in there. Happy birthday. (laughs) Fix that. Thank you. Um, And so, yeah, just just been doing a bunch of that. And then the two grand is way less than a third. So it will not affect my credit, like hardly at all. Just remember, under a third of your total credit utilization is ideal for building credit. Yes, exactly. And then, other than that, I've just been I've been taking classes. Um, it's like a spiritual experience, in a way. Spiritual boot camp, baby. Spiritual boot camp, yeah. Yeah. And so I've really been focusing on that one hundred, hundred percent plus one plus one. And so I've not focused on my financials or anything like that. I set that aside for now. I dropped all my political stuff I no longer write or am like I'm no longer part of politicized news shout out to them they're incredible um and yeah I'm just focusing on myself for a couple months almost a full year and then mm-hmm. after that I'm gonna hit the ground running on the financials that is my plan and there's an important lesson here so you purchased a BMW I did which is a little higher end car and you paid a good premium for it you know mm-hmm. and you drove it for, what, two or three months? Yeah, about three months. Okay, and in that time, when he went to sell it back, he was underwater six grand, even though he was paying his monthly payments. So just for all of you out there who are wanting to purchase a little higher-end car, just know that you will go underwater rather quickly, and it's more expensive to run. The oil changes are more expensive. Gas is more expensive. Everything is more expensive. Um, unless you get one that's like six once once you get in the range of like five or six years old then they've come down on that exponential loss curve enough where you'll you'll lose much less each year as far as the value of the car goes yeah so just be aware of that and going under for anyone that doesn't know is basically since the car's worth more than what i was able to to trade it in for or sell it for um then all that your loan's worth more than... Yeah, your loan was higher than the car was worth. Okay, the, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. then that excess amount off the loan would mm-hmm. be transferred to my new car that I bought. Or paid off in the in the process of switching, yes. Yeah, and so instead of adding another 6500 to my new loan, um, then I just decided, okay, I'm going to pay all that up, or pay all that off up front and just get that over with. So then my new fresh loan on my new car is going to be just as is. And your payment went from what to what? 
payment went from f- right around five forty to two sixty. That's damn good. Nice. Yeah, Sounds I'm like I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. Approximately, but right. yeah, it was right around there. So cheap as balls, and the gas is insane. I've literally filled it up since I got it, total of four or five times. Just way good mileage. It's fucking insane. Oh yeah. Nice. Good. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Alright, as for me, just saving. I'm making more money than I have before, so I've been able to save a lot more. And then I also don't have my five hundred dollar car payment. I dropped <laughs> to three hundred bucks. So yeah. And yeah, gas has been way cheaper. Went from probably a hundred, hundred and twenty dollars to about fifty dollars to fill up. That's, that's nice. killer. <laughs> just about cut everything related to my car in half. Yeah. So that's yeah, so nice. You know, to put away a lot more money. So that's about as Good. far as that's gone. With gas and diesel increasing, we're going to see a lot of trucks come on for sale, and then we're going to see a lot of trucks drop in price and value Mm -hmm. because gas is so high. And then that's the time when you want to scoop up a good truck. Yeah, we've seen two trucks for sale just driving to, what was it, Taco Bell the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a five-minute drive. Yeah. So, and that's not even including all the ones on sale, KSL, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yes, sir. And then, um... Spiritually and mentally, uh, honestly, been doing pretty dang good. Uh, I've just been working. At, what I've been doing is listening. I've actually been personally listening to a lot more music at work, but it's good music that will um, set me set me in my heart, kind of get me out of my head a little bit and put me more in my spirituality space. And that's been very beneficial because I would I would always just listen to podcasts and books and all this stuff just constantly shoving knowledge down my throat and sometimes it's okay to slow down and listen to some music i listen to music generally for the for the words the feel all that stuff i don't listen to music as a background noise so mm. very interesting oh yeah <laughs> that is interesting my mental and uh spiritual i'd say i've just kind of been taking things a little slower Instead of just constantly stressing about everything, just kind of trying to worry less about things. It's kind of interesting that you said the, about the music thing, because I've been trying to listen to music without words lately for that exact reason. Yeah. Because I want to put myself in the creative mode mm-hmm. instead of, uh, you know, the listening to somebody else's life mode. Mm-hmm. So Video game music's good for that. Yeah, exactly. And I classical. Love the ODST soundtrack. Oh, yeah. So good. Pirates oh. of the Caribbean, too. Yeah, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Been doing that. Um, I'm gonna take, starting tomorrow, I'm taking like two or three days camping trip alone, just to kind of sit with my thoughts and be with me. So that's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started this 30 day challenge with Noah. Yes, sir. Um, if you're okay with me speaking about Go this. Go for it. Um, yeah, to just kind of focus on every decision we make and decide if it's truly the right thing we want to do you know for us so doing a 30-day thing with that trying to journal every day kind of you know make better decisions and longer lasting impact with those and just to reiterate with that every decision we're making we're checking in with ourselves does this feel right does it feel wrong is there a better choice and then you go from there and the challenge is to do, not do anything that you feel is not going to serve you, basically. Not not in a selfish way, but like, does it feel good? Then do it. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then in a week, I'm going to be starting this thing called the uh, 75 hard. Basically, for 75 days, you have to work out twice a day for 30 minutes to 45 minutes. You have to read for 10 minutes a nonfiction self-help book. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water a day, and you have to take a before and after picture. Well, that, that that one doesn't really matter to me. I heard no sugar. That one wasn't on the list. Okay. Um, but, oh, it, it did say stick to any diet you want. So, basically, you oh, okay. take a diet, and you have to stick to it for 75 days. Yeah. So, my manager uh, brought this up to me, and I was like, yo, yeah, I'll give that a shot with you. So. Stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> so, so I'm curious with the 30 day challenge. What is your goal? What do you What are you working to get out of it? What am I getting? I'm kind of just interested. Um, Noel brought it up to me. Just kind of like seeing 
yeah, he brought it up to me, and I was like, you know, that that's kind of sounds interesting. And the reason I wanted to do it is because I do a lot of things that I don't want to do for other people to, you know, I kind of give a lot of my energy away to people that I shouldn't be giving them. People-pleasing. People-pleasing. And I've gotten a lot better at that over the years, but they're still kind of like nooks and crannies, mm-hmm. especially with whammons. Mm. So, um, just people, yeah, trying to, it's doing house cleaning, just kind of <laughs> trying to get back to myself and spend a little more time with myself. I can say when you were saying you were focusing on yourself and not really the financials, mm-hmm. like I kind of feel the same way. <clears throat> like I, I need to focus on my physical health and my mental health right now and then hit the, hit the ground running with the money thing later like obviously still budget and save but mm of course not really consume my time with that you know what i mean have you noticed anything so far uh the last three days you know it's been three days this this will be the fourth day i've noticed that i've (coughs) been paying attention to my actions a lot closer like i've been thinking about every little thing and it's it's kind of been a good thing and a bad, not a bad thing, but I would say an interesting thing because every time I would like drink a beer, I'm like, oh, damn it, <laughs> shit, <laughs> kind of makes you think like, what is that guilt? Not guilty, but it's kind of like that. You like feel guilty because you're going against what you know is right for you. Mm. So I kind of felt that a lot, but I also felt good when I made the right decision, when I thought like stopped and be like, hey, is this good for me? Do I actually want this, or am I doing this for somebody else? Mm. And, yeah. And we talked about how every interaction you have with a human, because because humans are also energetic, <coughs> energetic beings, then you, they're either taking your energy or mm-hmm. or giving you energy, right? There's, there's very rarely a neutral interaction with another human being. And so, like, okay, because, because you are the way that you are, because I'm the way that I am, Pay attention to that, and you'll see, okay, who are the givers and who are the takers? And then who are the people who just be and don't take your shit? Don't give you shit necessarily, but they don't take from you. And then we talked about how it's so beneficial to be in nature because there's zero expectations from either party. There's no energy taking. There's no energy giving necessarily. It's just like a it's like a breath of fresh air. Like, ah, I have a chance to just be me. There's no expectations from nature of me. It's just, we are who we are. That's it. Get to relax and re, re-energize yourself in so, nature. So ultimately, being in the moment. Yeah. That's what it seems like you're, you're gaining from it. Basically. Especially being in nature. Yeah, instead of trying to live in the future. Cause we talked about that a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, you were always thinking like, oh, it'll be better someday. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, hey, what can I better do better right now to where it can be better in the future? And yeah, the tree, uh, the nature thing, I really liked that part of our conversation because that was interesting. Like going out in nature because I was telling him I crave that. Like mm-hmm. when, if I don't get out in the woods like camping or doing something like that, it feels weird. Mm-hmm. But once you go out there, it kind of cleanses it. And you brought out that thing that to where it's like, yeah, there's no exchange. It's kind of just like you get to be your your tree and I'm, I'm me. And that's what it is. You're not judging the tree for being a tree. You know. and the tree isn't judging you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Allows self-healing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have one more thing. So you mentioned when you drink the beer, mm-hmm. you're like, you pull out the beat-up stick 100%. Right. <clears throat> so instead of doing that, you just be like, okay, I'm doing this. This is happening right now, and I'm okay with it. Because, yeah, you're you're conscious enough to know it's not the best thing for you. But in that moment, it's working for you. So instead of beating yourself up about it. Is it working for me, though? Or is it something that I can't control about myself? You can control everything about yourself. Right, but not like... Damn it, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, instead of beating yourself about it, just be like, yeah, it is. I recognize it's not the best for me. The first step is recognizing it. Yeah. And yet I'm choosing to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you choose Why? to do it? Yeah. Because I like it. There's actually an interesting thing that I watched with uh, Jordan Peterson about alcoholics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. But. No, tell us. 
um, can't remember exactly what he says, but it's basically a, a life choice with like alcoholics. So they either get to choose like feeling good, like all the time or having their responsibilities. Right. Mm -hmm. And to an alcoholic, what looks better constantly getting drunk and being in that state of kind of euphoria almost mm -hmm. or choosing to like let that go and choose the presence of life you know mm -hmm. actual life and being present in the moment so he, he can speak on it way better and i want to find this video and maybe i'll link it out under this podcast for you guys but um it was really interesting and I, it related to me a lot like when he said that i was just like holy shit that makes a lot of sense so we didn't bring up the word alcoholics no i know i did okay yeah just checking because that's what i am okay <laughs> That's progress. That is progress. That's huge. <laughs> I've known that for months. <laughs> but now you're accepting of it. Yeah. Straight up. It's first steps, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, good job. Hell Sounds yeah. like you get a lot of, of learning and you have a big journey on your hands. Oh, yeah. And I don't regret any of it. I'll tell you that. I was telling, I think I was talking to Noah about the same thing. Like, I've just, I've chosen a lot of experiences that, where I was telling somebody, it's like, you know, some, oh yeah, I was talking to Mason because we went out to dinner and I was like, yeah, you, he was talking about learning from other people's mistakes. He's like, yeah, I'm glad I got to watch other people do these things so that I can learn from the mistakes and know what not to do. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I wasn't like that. I have to go be like, okay, what is that all about? I got to poke the stick, you know, poke it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to experience this. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it's made me strong in a lot of ways and benefited my life in a lot of ways and also put life into perspective and i don't know it's opened like before i'll take this for example when i was like a young kid and i didn't do any of that stuff i had this very boxy view of the world like everybody else that's doing shitty things you're all bad and wrong and i hate you all for doing these things you're stupid mm -hmm. and then i started doing these things and i'm like okay everybody's just kind of humans and they're just uh, <laughs> we're all making mistakes here oh you yeah know, just living through this world and it kind of opened my world to just huge range of possibilities of all sorts of different shit especially traveling traveling did that to me for me a lot speaking from experience is probably the most powerful way you can speak about something what experience yeah speaking yeah, from yeah. experience yeah. it's like i've been there i've done that don't do that or yeah. do do this but I do also do – I don't enjoy when people are like, you don't get it. You've never done that. It's like, okay, well, they can still look and see kind of what's going on. But, yeah, you're right. You can't you can't truly know what it's like unless you've done – you know, been there and mm -hmm. done that. So. Yeah, and, and it's not about I'm better than I'm better than, you know. It's, okay, I've experienced this. I've learned these lessons. Take these lessons and use them if you can. Yeah, Absolutely. Interesting. We out here. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so mentally and spiritually, I'm literally the best. Not the best. I'm. I'm just amazing. Like I, I have not felt better for the longest time since I was a child. Um, and so as I said, I've I've gone through impact, and that's the spiritual boot camp. Essentially. But I just, I chose into finding myself, finding out who I am, why I'm here. And that has just been astronomical. And the biggest thing for me was, so I went in there with the intention of forgiving my dad because he got cancer and didn't show up for me, quote to quote. What a fucking reflection that was of my life because what I learned is, no, I'm choosing to forgive myself for everything that I've done to everybody and how I've shown up for so long, which is unpresent, not in the moment, not caring about relationships, and the list goes on. So now I'm choosing in. I'm here. I'm connecting with people. I'm having this relationship with so many people. I, I just value everything. Um, down to abortion. That, that one has been like a huge thing for me because I was always like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just a cell or something that's... I don't see it. If it dies, it doesn't matter. And, but now I get, no, that's, that has a spirit. 
that baby has a spirit and it was placed on this earth for a reason. And just like every experience I've had that I've just thrown right in the garbage, no, I've had that for a reason. And I'm looking back at my whole life now and like, oh my gosh, I've created every situation I've been put in. I've done everything, not for myself, number one, or for myself for the intention of watching other people be in chaos because I thought it was hilarious. Like watching other people go through hell, funniest shit to me. And now it's, it's nothing like that. I, just success, prosperity, love, joy. That's what I'm all about now. And so it's just been a huge, huge life change, life changer for me. Um, and yeah, I'm finally able to connect with people and that is the biggest thing for me. And then spiritually, so I've dealt with <laughs> sleep paralysis in the past and seeing bad stuff, quote, and I use quotations on the bad stuff. Um, and I was like, oh man, why am I being picked to have this happen to me? I'm the victim. No. I chose those experiences, and they're not good or bad. It, they just are. They happened, and that's excellent. And instead of looking at it in a bad way, no, I look at them as, number one, I got gifted with being able to see the other side, quote, quote, things on the other side. And now instead of looking at it in a bad way, I, I, get, I, I get to acknowledge that it's happening, and that's incredible. And now I've changed it from looking at it bad and changed it to the good. And now I'm seeing so many things that I have not seen ever before. And none of it's bad. It just is. And that's been the hugest thing for me. I, I just am. I am being. And so, yeah, I could just go on and on and on. And it's so fascinating. But life has just been incredible now. And it's good. And I'm mentally just stoked to wake up every morning. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. And Hell uh, yeah. to be to be clear, those of you who have heard about impact trainings um, and feel like it's super secret or whatever, it's not. All, all it is is that it is an experiential training. And so if you are told about the experiences you're going to get in the trainings, then your experience will be cheapened because of that. That's the only reason there's any secrecy around it um, is simply because your if your experience is ruined you won't get out of the trainings um like like logan has you won't get out of the trainings everything that you can that's it yeah there it's no no cult thing or yeah. anything don't like listen that. to the bad shit trust me yeah no it's you you go in there and you get the opportunity to take on your life and take ownership of everything in your life and accountability and just be and some people choose into it 100 percent. you know plus a lot and a lot of them out and some people don't take it on and that is okay for them in that moment and it works for them so mm -hmm. yeah there's no secret or anything it's an incredible experience if you want your life changed in three days <laughs> it's crazy if you're open to your life changing in three days so yeah and then Bess. all right Let's see mentally Great so far. I think I could go back to the gym. I felt way mm. better mentally when I was going to the gym, also physically, but I oh, think yeah. more mentally than physically I felt like I was like I was doing stuff. Like for when we were going to the gym twice a day, four, you know, 4 in the morning and at 6 at night whatever. Whenever anything came hard came up, I could say I've done more on less yeah. every time. Mm. I've gone up twice the twice a day at the gym, you know, slept 4 hours a night. For, uh, did more on less, and then things don't seem so hard anymore. So I'd like to get back into that so that I could feel like I can say that again. Yeah, that was kind of a 75 hard for us, wasn't it? Yeah, we it was did. like three months. Yeah, yeah like 90 hard. <laughs> 90 hard? That was fun as shit. Yeah, I'd like to get back into the gym at least a couple days a week. <coughs> liked doing that. And spiritually, I think I could do with some more reading, but fairly well. Good. Yeah, everything's been going well right now. Heck yeah. Great, currently. <laughs> Relationships are still going well. Yeah, great. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Excellent. Love to hear it. Hell yeah. yes, sir. And then brothers having a baby. Yes. So soon. Everybody knows, but yes. Uh, end of June is the due date. June twenty sixth. It would be very fun if she was born on July fourth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everything's lining up for her to be born on July fourth. 
allegedly uh, first-time moms generally go over about a week, maybe two. Um, our final payment for the midwives is going to be seventeen seventy-six. It's just like <laughs> everything's lining up, baby. That's actually awesome. <laughs> yeah, if she's born on July 4th, I won't be surprised. Um, it would be nice if it was like around the 4th so she didn't have to share her birthday with a holiday, but it would be badass if she was the on the 4th. It's not like Christmas. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's going to have fireworks every year for yeah, her birthday, sure. you know? It's uh, like Tangled having the lights in the sky <laughs> <laughs> on her birthday. So I think that would be super fun. But she will come when she comes. I snuck yep. right up. Oh, dude, so fast. <laughs> yeah, like, it was quick. it was fast in the beginning for the first six months, and then it drug along for two or three months. Meh, whatever. The math doesn't matter. Close enough. And then this last month, month and a half, just flying by. I'm like, oh, shit, we got to prep. <laughs> it's fun. That's so awesome. we've been out purchasing things, getting ready to go, um, getting all the stuff squared away at the midwives and all that. It's been fun. Oh yeah, yeah, love it! Congratulations! So excited to bring a spirit into the world. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife will be doing that, but yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the cheerleader. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why women are incredible because they can literally create a spirit uh, and a human being with their own bodies. That's they're, so cool. They're wizards. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're <laughs> a wizard, Harry. <laughs> they're shamans. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, cool. Yes, sir. And with that. We wrap up, and uh, again, we're going to work on having a guest for next week. We're just still doing our one-year follow-up series. Uh, we may have a new guest. We'll see. But for now, we're going to be working on the one-year follow-up series, and we'll keep reading our books, reading our podcasts, working, grinding hard for our mental, spiritual, financial stability, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Goodbye.